We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Come on, side, side, side. Son, it's come on, son. The podcast, another episode. What's up, y'all? This is Ed Lover. Welcome to Come On, Son. The podcast. If you have never, ever saw this podcast before, welcome to everybody that listens on the audio and everybody that watches video and audio. If you do both, I appreciate you 100%. If you're just a video person, I appreciate you 100%. If you're just an audio person, I appreciate you 100%. It's another episode of Come On, Son. The podcast. Come on, son, the podcast to me is absolutely something that I do out of the love of podcasting. A lot of people ask me about podcasting. How can they get into podcasting? What do they need to do to be successful in podcasting? And the one thing that I tell them is like I tell everybody else, you have to be consistent with your podcasting because it's not going to be an overnight thing. You're not going to start making millions and millions of dollars. You may not ever make millions and millions of dollars. But if you're an opinionated person, if you got something to say, if you think you got something that people need to hear, then by all means, you should podcast. Joining me again, my man, Dan Tanner. Now, Dan didn't want to do this podcast with me today, y'all. He was like, nah, you can do this one by by yourself, all right? Because Dan managed me, right? So Dan was like, what are you going to be talking about today? <laughs> so once I told him what I was talking about, then he decides, yeah, I'll sit there and do it with you. First and foremost, tell them what you just told me about a former NBA superstar. Tell them what you just told me. It's uh, sad to say the very own Moses Malone has passed away Sunday at the age of 60. 60 years old, Moses Malone has passed on, y'all. Moses Malone is responsible along with Dr. J and the other players on that team for that Philadelphia 76ers championship right around the same time that uh, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson was dominating the NBA. Dr. J was really on a decline of his career, and Moses was the anchor of that 76ers team when they won that chip. So big up to Moses Malone and rest in peace to Moses Malone, Pharrell. And condolences to the family. Yeah. You know, Moses Malone, I do believe, was one of the, when they did the top 50 NBA players of all time. Moses Malone was in there, bro. He's definitely got to be in the top 50 for that. Yeah, he was definitely he was definitely in there. So we want to say a rest in peace to Moses Malone and condolences to the whole Malone family. Moses Malone gave a lot to the NBA, and the NBA, in turn, did not give as much as they should have gotten given to Moses Malone. Not comparatively speaking, when we talk of today's NBA salaries. 
That's fair. Right? What did uh, Tyrese Halliburton just got 265? Did he get 265? He got 265 for five years. LaMelo Ball got 260. These numbers is crazy. For five years. You remember, we, where were we at? We was having an argument. You said New you were, Orleans. We was in New Orleans for Essence. I would not have given him that money. <laughs> he said he would not have given LaMelo Ball no, no disrespect. 260. I can't play like you, but I would have never gave you 260. And you was out half the season last year. I think the thing with LaMelo Ball is, and this is why I think they gave him the 260. He puts butts in the seats. And he's the only superstar that they really have on the Charlotte Hornets. And people come. To see LaMelo Ball, and they buy that LaMelo Ball jersey. So they figure, hey, we're going to make way more than $260 million off of him for five years. He's young, and they don't, I think he's only 22, 21 or 22. But th- so my thing is, he's coming off his rookie contract. Yes. He's only played technically a, half, a, a season and a half. Mm hmm. How do you equate that to two hundred something million dollars? I, I don't think that you can. I think you're looking towards the future. So you want to give you want to give Zion Williamson all that money? No. I think, and it's just my opinion. I think that they got to at least start to earn it. Like they got to do something. I mean, if they come in, the, if they come out the gate and they start being all defensive, all offensive, and they have a a, a year or two of that, then by all means, you just de- definitely deserve it. Now, I'm not saying that the owners should keep the money, but I'm thinking that I would rather spread that money because you have to spend the money. You ha- you owners have to money. spend the money. You got to spend it. So instead of giving one player $70 million a year and the rest of the team is making 5 and 10 and they got to work extra hard because that person is not showing up, spread that love. Mm. I said give five players $20 million, build a team up, and you got a better shot of getting to a pl- pl- high end in the playoffs then give one person that you put all your eggs on and then you, you come up short. So what you're saying is play Moneyball. Do you remember the movie Moneyball? There's a movie called Moneyball about the Oakland A's. That's what the Oakland A's did, and they actually won a, a, a Major League Baseball championship. They won a World Series because they played Moneyball. They kept their money low and got good players. Uh, yeah. They didn't go after any superstar and go over the top with spending money and put all their eggs in one basket. They got serviceable, good to great players. Not superstars, but great players. And they kept their they kept their uh financials low as far as their roster was concerned, and they still end up winning. Now I'm saying, now if you if, if, if a superstar stands out and proves himself, by all means get the money. Give him the money. Cause he's really putting in the effort, the energy, and he's bringing filling up the seats, by all means. But if you if you don't have that certified, let me ask you a question, bro. So, speaking of superstars, LaMelo Ball gets 260, I believe, something around there. Tyrese Halliburton gets five years, 265. Neither one of them proven superstars. Kyrie Irving gets three years. What was it, 165? 100, 100, 100, yeah, 160-something. Why didn't, why didn't Kyrie Irving get that money? Because of all his shenanigans. His shenanigans hurt him more than the Absolutely. ball. Absolutely. Because if you look at his stats, last year, Absolutely. not last year, but year before when he played for Brooklyn, I think he averaged almost 27, 27-7 or something like that. Six or seven rebounds, three or four steals a game. Like, he's balling. Kyrie is, 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 is a clear example of getting in his own way. Mm. Now, listen, Kyrie is a great basketball player. Amazing. Shout out to Jersey. Jersey boy, too. Love him to death. But sometimes... We just got to learn to shut the fuck up. 
So you think it's because the thing that happened with him when he tweeted out the link to the I think it's a combination of all of it. I, I think it's a combination not taking the jab. I think it's a combination of all of it. From from the from the summer bubble till last year, it has not stopped. It's always been everybody else's issue, everybody else's problem, whatever. And it's always been Kyrie. So let's let's take a look at Kyrie's shenanigans history, okay? Let's go back to the fact that Kyrie left Cleveland after they won the championship. Because he wanted to be his own Because he wanted to be his own man instead of playing with LeBron. Not very smart. Kyrie did hit the shot that pretty much won them the championship that year at Cleveland. But you're playing with LeBron James, unarguably one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Okay, then Kyrie goes to the Celtics. Remember that? He's supposed to lead them. I want to lead the Celtics to another championship. And what do Kyrie do? He takes weeks off. He takes two weeks off. Not for any medical reasons, but just because he feel like it. Let's not forget Kyrie Irving is the guy that said publicly, the world is flat. (laughs) Do you remember that? I definitely remember that. Okay, so then Kyrie goes. They get rid of him in Boston, which was a perfect setup for him to play there. He goes into Brooklyn, right? He had, a young, he had a young Tatum and Jay Brown. Yes. He he could have led the way. He had, a, he had a squad. And he had Marcus Smart. Yes. He, he had the battery to put me up. Two-time defensive player of the yeah. year, Marcus Smart. Okay. So after they get rid of him, he goes to Brooklyn. What does Kyrie decide to do? Him and them, they get together. Him and his boys, they get together and put together a big three. James. Jim Kevin Durant, which was a big mistake for KD. Because KD left the championship Warriors over an argument with Draymond Green and went to Brooklyn. James Harden came and went to Brooklyn. And we were sitting there going, New York is going to get another championship and it's coming through Brooklyn. What happens? COVID. What what does Kyrie do? I'm not taking no needle. Right. I'm not taking a shot. I'm not taking a shot. I don't care. Well, then the mayor said, well... You can't be in a New York City facility unless you take the shot. You can't practice or nothing. Da, da, da. He ain't taking it. He ain't taking it. KD backed him up 100%. But not only that, even in the bubble when he he couldn't play, he was trying to get everybody else not to play. Remember that? Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's what he was trying to do. As I said, Kyrie's a... So the shenanigans are crazy. Then after the Kanye thing, he comes out with the link to the to the book at the and, the, and, the, and the documentary that has overtones of anti-Semitic remarks in that movie, it said it was never a Holocaust. This, that, and the third, it was a Holocaust. So it was disrespectful. Right at that time, bad timing. You don't you don't send that out. Okay. Now I say all of this about Kyrie to say this: Kyrie just signed a deal with Anton Sports Apparel Company, a Chinese company. Now you know the way America supposedly, and I put this in quotation marks, supposedly feels about China. China has too many human, um, you know, human abuse allegations against them. They don't let the people say what they want to say. It's a communist country. But a lot of the stuff that we get comes from where? All of it. Matter of fact, comes from China. Majority of it. We're still doing business with China. We still do importing a lot of stuff from China. A lot of stuff that you'll buy off of Amazon comes from China. I'm quite sure if you took your clothes off right now, looked at the tag, Word up. it will probably say China. But they're coming down on Kyrie for his deal that he made over there. But Clay Thompson has the same deal, and they ain't say jack about Clay Thompson. Right. Is it the Chinese you don't like, or is it let's pick on Kyrie? 
I'm starting to think it's let's pick on Kyrie. Now. It's definitely because even Kevin Garnett, one of my favorite players, KG, had a shoe deal in China. Nobody said nothing about it. Starberry has a shoe. Uh, he had that before he even he went, went to China. He had a deal in that. Right. Nobody says nothing. And I want to say even, I want to say even Ewing, wasn't the Ewing's first originally from China? The Ewing's? Yeah. They might have been, but nobody said nothing. But China is such a horrible country. They do so many things bad to people. There's so many human rights allegations that go against China. We don't like China. It's a communist country. We can't get along with China. We got to watch out for China. But it's okay if major corporations in the United States make money off China. But when the man makes oh, his yeah. own money with China, and Nike lets you go. You didn't let Nike go. So now Nike's mad because you're going to go and make money with China? Isn't most of Nike's factory in China? Yes. <laughs> Isn't most of the Nike factories in China? Yes. So what, what, what's their problem? They don't have you <laughs> under thumb. And that's the part of the hypocrisy of sports that I wanted to discuss briefly. It's like the Live Golf Tournament and the PGA. The Live Golf Tournament came out as a bunch of those sheiks and, and everybody that got all that money, right? They were giving players super big money to come, to come play. Right to go on them tours. They try to. They, they try they to get to attract golf with major players into their country. Right. Oh, the PGA had a heart attack. If you play over there, you can't play in the PGA. They was gonna give Tiger a whole bag. A dumb what, bag. Whether he could play or not, they was about it was to like two billion. They was about to give Tiger the bag. And Tiger said, "No, I'm loyal." To the PGA, the Professional Golfers Association. Tiger, you're an idiot. You should have took Tiger that bag. Tiger didn't take the bag. He should have took that bag. A couple of them took the bag. They got mad at him. Every time I watch a PGA tournament because I'm learning to play golf, they was talking crazy about him. Tiger, oh, it was take disgusting. the bag. How Call him back. How you do that? Renegotiate. Go get the bag, Tiger. No, he ain't going to get it back now. You know why? Because the PGA and Liv made a deal. Oh, so now the Liv people are, are, are going to be helping right. To support the PGA. So they didn't want him to get it back. They wanted the back. That's my point. Ty, you should have took that back. That, that has been going on for so long, bro. This is the main reason why that the FCC and radio people, corporations, came up with the payola thing. Because back in the days, the DJ, the record jockey, the disc jockey that put the record on, not us, Back in the days, they put the record on. They played what they wanted to play. They used to get money to play certain records. That had to go out the window. So the record owners who own the radio stations wants to get the money for playing the records. There are different ways that payola still exists in this country, and we all know it, and especially people who have worked behind the scenes in the music business, there's ways around the direct giving out of money. There's still, you buy commercials. There's still, we sponsor this. There's still, bro, there's still ways of doing it. I know there's ways of doing it. I know you've never done it, Dan. I'm right. But there's ways of doing it. Long as the companies get the money and the people that the money's supposed to go to don't get it, everybody's happy. So speaking of that, since we're on that topic, shout out to Ice Cube and the Big Three who just started a couple weeks ago. Yes. Do you think the NBA should should, should work out a deal or should they, are they going to continue to hate on Ice Cube and the Big Three. They are continue to hate on Ice Cube and the Big Three until some major company comes. If the same people that do the Live Golf Tournament decide to invest in the Big Three, the NBA will come running and scratching and begging. 
Ice Cube hold out till they give you that bag. They're going to give him the bag. He's going to get the hold bag. Hold out. Because I mean, this is like his fourth year, and it's getting bigger and bigger. I was watching it on TV the other day. It's getting, it looks a lot more amazing. The stands are getting filled every day. So yes. big up to Ice Cube it's and the very, Big Three. It's, it's and dope, Al Kuja, I think, is his partner. Yeah, it's, it's the, the Big Three is dope because there's still basketball players that we love from back in the days that still love basketball. And got something left in the tank. Right, and we still like to see them play. Absolutely. We like to see them. They, you know what the NBA might do, and this is how nasty corporate America can be sometimes. The NBA might start their own version of the big three, kind of like a retired players league. Listen, if they do that, they nasty. We're gonna protest. Corporate America nasty. Ice Cube, if they bro. do that, we're gonna lead the protest we with you. We got your back. We got your back on that. They yeah, listen. They might as well go ahead and write you the check and let you control that part of it. Bro, and speaking speaking of Cube, people thought Cube was crazy four years ago, almost four years ago. When Cube said we need to unite as African Americans, hold our vote and make and sit with each candidate and make sure that they that we get something for our vote because we keep voting blindly for Democrats and Democrats ain't doing jack for us. Right. Right? He said that people thought he was crazy. He talked about writing this thing out. Everybody thought he was crazy. Now he's looking smarter and smarter and smarter every day with this upcoming election, but We'll wait till early 2024 to start talking straight politics on this podcast. Now, I saw something else that might pique your interest, and this is very interesting, bro. Tony Yayo did Drink Champs. Did you see it? I saw that. EFN, who I respect highly, because mm-hmm. this music is subjective, and I'm going to tell you what Cube's answer was. He was asked, who's his favorite rapper? And he said, EFN said, Ice Cube. And Tony Yayo said, Biggie. He said, you think Biggie... Is Ice Cube is better than Biggie? You're out of your mind, and that started yes. a debate. What are your thoughts on that? So I was I, I was on the phone with a few brothers the other day, and we had this full debate. I'm a fan of I'm a big fan of both, I, and I actually worked with both. Okay, so um, this is part of the reason why he's on this podcast. I work with both. I work with Ice Cube when he's on priority, and of course, I work with Biggie at Bad Boy. Now. Two different styles. To me, when you talk about, if you talk about strictly storytelling, I think Ice Cube has more stories. I think he has Biggie beat. Because he has more of a sample size to pick from. Right. He has more story raps. Right. He has more now, sample size. Now, if you're talking about partying and everything else and and wordplay and all that, I think Biggie has them. Right. So I, I really didn't want... I, I really wanted to stay out of the comparison, but if we're just going to go straight on storytelling, Ice Cube definitely has more stories. And of course, he had more albums, so he had more opportunity to. So he has has told more stories that have been more vivid. And of course, a lot of his stories wind up becoming movies. Yeah. So therefore, I mean, you know, say Friday and and, and Straight Outta Compton. Like, so his writing skill and telling stories, obviously shows a different level of where you can go when it comes to writing a story. Right. Now, as far as the artist and whole, I mean, Biggie's, I mean, you know. As far as being a lyricist. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know. Right. As far as writing stuff that makes people who are really into lyrics say, what did he say? You know what I mean? Biggie that, got that and, all day. And that's what Cube said. Cube said, I'm a fan of Biggie, so I don't like to make a comparison between myself and the notorious B.I.G., he said, but I will tell you this. I have a bigger sample size 
for you to choose from. And he's absolutely right because, unfortunately, Big died mm-hmm. way too early in his career. He was murdered. He didn't just pass away. He was murdered. And that left him with less of a sample size than what Cube has. Cube has continued on and on and on. And even all the way back to, like, 87, 88 when he was writing for Easy and, yep. and he was writing this and writing that. Cube Dre and everybody. Around. Yeah, Cube's he's been, been around. Easy E said, Ice Cube, write the rhymes. That I say, hail to the niggas from the CIA. That's yep. what he said. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but it's great for the debate. And I'm glad that we're talking about two, two artists from our era. So, you know, if it, yeah. if it, if it brings awareness and the, and, the, and the new ones go out and listen to, because I, I had to get in a car the other day, and I, after the debate, I, I went back and brought out Death Certificate and everything. I was just like, yo, he was killing. America's Most America's wanted. Most? Yeah. Jacket for, like, I was just listening to, I was like, yo. Jacket for Beats was nasty, bro. Hey, listen. No Vaseline was nasty, yeah, bro. yeah. Let's not front on QB. Nobody should ever, ever front, front on, on Ice Cube's contribution to hip hop. If you do, there's absolutely be, something wrong. To be honest with you, I think Cube is my f- number one and my favorite of the on the West Coast period. Really, I love Snoop too, but story, rhymes, records. I don't think nobody touches I can Cube say on that. the West. I can say nobody. I can say that nobody touches Cube, Cube. on the West. On the West? Yeah, Man, I can absolutely I say yeah. that. I can, I can actually absolutely agree with you from the amount of work because what happens sometimes is that people forget your amount of work. And I say that to end this conversation about Cube and to move on to another conversation that I definitely want your opinion on because I'm quite sure you worked with him too because you were at Uptown. I saw Pete Rock, and I love Pete Rock. And Pete Rock was upset on Instagram. He said... In this 50-year celebration of hip-hop, there's not enough talk about Heavy D and his contribution to hip-hop. I agree 100%. The diddly diddly D. Yes, I worked with him at Uptown. And, yeah, listen. You know he, he was he, one of my best friends in hip-hop. Listen, he was one of the nicest people you could ever have met. Um... I mean, My and, mother and, loves Heavy D. Yeah, well, and I think it's because Heavy D wasn't so brash... He wasn't cursing a lot. No, he never cursed in none of his records. Right. Even in the record, don't curse. He, right? he never cursed in and his records. And because record. of that, he was palpable for everybody. Everybody loved him. He made good music. And then when he's gone, and then you have the likes of Biggie that passed, and Pac that passed, and Nipsey that passed, people put have on a back burner. But I say this, and I say this with all due respect to all artists, because I don't know which way you would have went. But I will tell you, somebody, and it was that somebody was Puff, when he decided to look at which way to style Biggie, he looked at what Heavy D was doing. Oh, yeah. Heavy was the first overweight lover. Yes. He made it cool to be a big guy and still get love, get the ladies, dress and fly. Yo, Heavy was definitely the first of that. Can we shake on that, bro? <laughs> Absolutely. Can we shake on that? Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you why. Because 100%. back in the days... Everybody that was big, he had to blow out heap. Right, everybody that was big or heavy back then was either gimmicky or goof. Yep. You had the fat boys, and as great as the fat boys can rap, they were looked upon as a novelty act. Correct. Right. Yep. You, even with B Fats coming out with, yep. he did one record called The Wop. Everybody that was big like that, yep. right? <laughs> even um, uh, what's your man that came out with with, with Hammer at that time? Too big MC. He was always looked upon as a fat, sloppy, they're not cute, they're not fine. Hev had women. Hev was suave, debonair, 
heavy, smooth, and can dance and have opened that door for Big Pun and all of them dudes to you be smooth look, and debonair. And, and Fat Joe. And come looking fly. And came looking fly every time, okay? Heavy is responsible for a lot of careers, y'all. Yep. A lot of careers. Yep. Because of Hev. Yep. And I'm not just talking about those people. I'm talking about people that even came through Uptown yep. because of Hev. There's no soul for real without Heavy D, There's bro. There's no soul for real. There's no Pete Rock. <clears throat> There's no Lost Boys. No Lost Boys. No CL Smooth. Pete Rock and CL, CL Smooth. Right, yep. Hev is responsible for a lot of that, even married to a certain yes. degree. Well, not, mm, I guess maybe because of, um, he brought him uptown. Kurt will lead him up to Mo- Yes, uptown, he did. Mo- Mo- uptown, Yonkers. But um, also, who else? I, I want to say um, Groovy chilling them. Was that before yeah yeah? Them? Was that was Hev there before them or Hev was there? Hev was before them. Groovy chill. Yeah. Shout out to uh, my man Chill. Still yeah, doing. Yeah, uh, Chill. Well, if still, we wrong, Chill will correct us. He's still it. doing. What's that? Uh, uh, yeah, NCIS. NCIS. Yeah. He's still what up, Chill? Work. What up, Chill? What up, Chill? But that's Heavy had a serious impact on hip hop that does not get talked about enough. Word. And Pete Rock had a right to be upset and angry about this 50-year anniversary of hip-hop going down, and people are not mentioning Heavy D. He's too important not to mention. You know what, Pete? Don't be mad. You know what you do? I know you got some stuff in the stash. Let's get a Hev mixtape, a Hev album. Right. Let's recreate it. I mean, don't wait for everybody else to give it to him. You got, you is his cousin. His cousin yeah, or his, his uncle. Yeah, oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Some, I know, right. I know you got some, I know you got some joints in the in the vault that you can get together and pull out and do something. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely right. And it, I'm not even going to say that you got to say pause because you said pull out. But <laughs> <laughs> he's absolutely right. Let's give Heavy D the Yo. props that Heavy D deserves, man. Come on, Pete. I'm with you. I'll help you. The problem with this 50-year anniversary of hip-hop is there is so many contributors to hip-hop being wonderful that somebody's going to get left out and somebody's feelings are going to get hurt. And that's always the problem when you're doing these kind of tributes because there's, there's just too many. There's you, too many. You know what I want I, I want to do? What? what? We got to do an episode on? Yes, we're giving props to all the artists and everybody, but what about the labels and the label reps who made it possible for all these artists to be who they are? And the successful? producers, and we can do the producers too. I mean, and the producers. We definitely, we, we, definitely at some point, at some point, that. we should tap tap in, and you know, because there was a lot of people who helped make all those artists very successful that never get mentioned or never get the love. It's always the artists and them by themselves. Yeah, we should at least. And the artists are not the ones that's doing it by themselves. Right. Let's talk about the A&R dudes. Let's talk about the dudes that produce tracks. Because I think I've seen, I can't remember who said it the other day, but I was watching it and they were like, yo, we got to give the producers and the DJs and these guys. Grandmaster Flash. Yeah, Flash said it. Flash said it. Flash Flash was like, yo, y'all talking about this. Because he said, okay, your pin game is strong and you may have an idea, but you did not go into that studio and produce that record. Jay-Z didn't walk into a studio. There's, there's, not a lot of self-contained rapper producers. I think Q-Tip is one of them. Uh, Missy Elliott is another one. There's not a lot that I can name that can rap and produce. I mean, Kanye. I mean, or Prodigy. Prodigy. I mean, have it, have it, have it, have it. I mean, we, we're gonna say Mr. West. He, I mean, Kanye West, absolutely. Kanye West, absolutely. Is great at that. One of the greatest. He's great at that. Yeah, one of the he greatest. He was definitely. I mean, and Dr. Dre. 
Well, Dr. Dre. Did too. you did you see that little? Was you you posted that thing about Dr. Dre versus Pop? Yeah, if you have to take yeah, some. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. I didn't, I can't vote on that. Yeah, I can't vote because they because for everybody that saw my post, follow me on at Ed Lover on Instagram. You'll see it. It'll still be there. Everyone that was on that thread that said Puffy is not a producer, you're stupid. Yeah. He is. He is. I have been in the studio and watched Puff produce. Okay. To be a producer does not mean that you need to know how to program a drum machine. If you have the idea and you can bring that idea to fruition, that's what a producer does. Yeah, I mean, just like a producer on the film. Right. That's why they have. You don't direct it. That's why they have executive producers and they have producers. Right. Same thing. So, but I have seen Puff change things. Oh yeah. Puff is a producer, y'all. Yes, there sir. is no juicy without Puff. There's no more money, no problems, all of that without Puff, y'all. Puff can produce. Don't don't slight him. I seen him in the studio too. So, okay, so. and let's not get it twisted like Dr. Dre didn't get help oh, because yeah, I happen to know that still DRE was not actually produced by him. It was produced by Scott Storch. And don't forget the kid um, uh, Mil- from Philly that yeah. he had with him. And, my, and the mailman. Uh, was, it was mailman was produced. Mailman was under them. Was under him from the dog pound. Oh, Daz and them. Daz. Daz is under them. Daz and, and was producing Warren with them. G. Warren G was Quick came from under that camera. Quick was producing some of that stuff, y'all. Yeah. It's Battle like, Cat. So Sam Snead. Sam Snead. Battle Cat. Snee, Battle Cat. So All every them. time that y'all hear a Dre track, just because it says produced by Dr. Dre doesn't mean that other cats were contributing right. to that track. Just like Chucky Thompson. And I'm Stevie Rob, J, Stevie J, D Dot, D Dot, and all of them was 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 coming up under Puff doing the same thing. That's why Puff had the Hitman. Dre just didn't say he had a Hitman squad. Yep, and he did. And y'all act like Dre was playing guitars and all of that stuff on it. He wasn't. He had the ear to know what he wanted to be played yep. the same way um, Puff. So they're both producers in their own right, y'all. Yep, that's a tough one to call though. I mean, you good. said everything got to go. They said <laughs> everything. That means you got to get rid of Miss Chalet. That means you got to get rid of Dog Pound stuff. That means you got to get rid of all of that. We got more of this, this conversation coming up. We're going to take a short break. It's Come on, son, the podcast. Come on, son, son. When you were a kid, nothing was better than getting invited to a birthday party at Mickey D's. And this June is Grimace's birthday. Happy birthday, Grimace. McDonald's is celebrating by giving Grimace his very own shake. Order Grimace's birthday meal and you get his birthday shake. The Grimace birthday meal is your choice of a Big Mac or 10-piece McNuggets and fries. Don't be late to the party. This deal is for a limited time at participating McDonald's. We live and breathe real. Whether you're searching for the latest sneaker, that iconic handbag, a timeless watch, or your next piece of classic jewelry, eBay authenticators are there verifying every detail of your purchase. Yep, we're talking each inch, stitch, tick, facet, and clasp that makes the piece you're searching for worthy of your collection. eBay's authenticators are experts in their craft, true connoisseurs, and as leaders in their fields, they're making sure your items always arrive as authentic as your style. So go ahead. Get that piece you've always wanted and leave it up to the meticulous eyes of an eBay authenticator to make sure that watch moving is original, that glimmer is real gold, that rare sneaker is legit, or that handbag is really made of genuine leather and never get faked over again. In a world full of fakes, it's time to get real with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. 
Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of Kibbutzen, the podcast, is brought to you by Mickey D's. Listen, the realest conversations always happen in the Mickey D's booth. From trending topics on social media to group chat drama to reality show chaos, Mickey D's brings out the convos with friends because Mickey D's is where we can keep it real. All the best nights out and with a bite from Mickey D's as well. A car full of what you want in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. Mickey D's is the affordable answer to taking the whole fam to dinner while catching up on the latest conversations with family and friends. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moments. Go and make more delicious memories. Audible proudly celebrates 50 years of hip-hop, 50 years of culture that birthed the most prolific storytellers of our time. Respect the movement, respect the moment, celebrate storytellers. Hear brand new hip-hop memoirs, podcasts, and exclusive musical performances on Audible free all summer long. Like new volumes from Audible's groundbreaking words and music series, including Snoop Dogg's From the Streets to the Suites, Yasin Bey's A Dynamic Career in Communications, and Little Kim's The Audacity of Little Kim. DJ Drama's Gangsta Grills featuring the mixtape legend and conversation with hip-hop greats like 2 Chainz, Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, Jeezy, T.I., and Pharrell. Binge-worthy Audible original series like The Greatest Day that take listeners inside the making of hip-hop's greatest photograph. Double XL Magazine's iconic 1998 cover that saw over 100 of the day's greatest hip-hop artists assembled for one legendary image. Chuck D's Can You Dig It? about how a gang peace treaty in the Bronx set the stage for the rise of hip-hop culture. Or The Motherload, featuring hip-hop heavies like MC Light, Angie Martinez, and more, retracing the history and future of hip-hop through the lens of its most influential female contributors. Hear unforgettable hip-hop originals like these and more essential stories on Audible. Listen free. Go to audible.com slash forever. Come on, son, son. Back with Come On, Son, the podcast. We was just talking about my man Big. I want to shout out my man Big Beard Rob from Chicago. That's who sent me that. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. Big Beard Rob okay. text, text that to me, and I said, I got to post this. Shot town Yeah, shot town And I posted it, and people are still on that thread going crazy. It's a picture of Dr. Dre, a picture of Puffy, and it says one got to go, and everything that they had their hands in has to go to. That's 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 just that's just ruining music. Nineties <laughs> music. music. That's music. ruining. You talking about Faith Evans? You talking Mary J. Blige? You talking, talking about Snoop Dogg? Doc- talking Snoop Pound, I mean, Dog Pound, P. Lady of Rage, Eminem, Eminem, Fifty, Fifty, Gangs, uh, uh, Game, Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar. Oh my! That's, that's a lie. That's a lie. Right, Big One Twelve. Right, Faith Evans. And you might not even get the locks. No locks, yeah. No, no, no cam. That's no a lot. Dipset. That's a lot. That is a lot. I could, I couldn't personally. Do no it. Jodeci. No, no Jodeci. No Mary. Father MC. No father. No early Mary. No what's the four one one without Puff. No nah, my dude. life. Nah, I don't want to live in that world. No, me either. I don't want to no live Dr. in that world. No Puff. <laughs> we need them. Y'all. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> we bro. keep them, y'all. We need y'all. That's a lot of people said both. <laughs> A lot of people say both got to stay. But the, for the people that just, for some reason, you guys do not believe that Puff is a real producer or Diddy 
You are absolutely tripping. Out of your mind. You're absolutely tripping, and you don't know what it means to be a producer or an executive producer. You absolutely. don't have any clue. Some people are producers. Some people are beat makers. You understand there's a difference between yeah, that, too. Okay, sometimes they'll come with something and people add on to something and add something else and bring this in. A producer controls the whole session. A producer can hear that, you know what, we need some strings right here. Right. You know, we need this and we need that. The same way I saw this little snippet on um, Cisco talking about the thong song and the guy that they hired to play the strings. And Cisco was telling him, I hear something like this. And he was like, is it like this? Dun, 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 and that made the entire song. That guy is not the guy who created that beat. Mm. And neither is Cisco. But because Cisco heard it, he goes down as a producer. I, he produced it. Yeah. He co-produced it with other people. So did Dr. Dre and so did Puff. So it, that's that's a tough thing to do. And Jermaine Dupri did it too. Ah, listen, that was, oh, listen, Jermaine uh, Timberland. All of them do it. Pharrell. Yeah, Pharrell was under Teddy. Te yeah, all of them. All of them, right? So that's a hard thing to do, man. So y'all can go ahead and vote all you want to. I can't do it. I, listen, I don't, forget vote. I don't want to be in that place. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that world is, I don't want it. I don't want to live I, in I that I need world. both of them to, you know, they have, they have changed my mood so many ways throughout my life. I need all of it. Now, now, what do you think about this this whole Usher thing, bro? Man, listen, Usher, keep doing what you're doing, and if the, if you, if you don't like if if you don't want to see your girl get crazy because Usher, don't go. Stay in the other room. Go gamble. Let her go with her friend. <laughs> go to the table, hit the blackjack, and then that's it. But I think I don't have a problem with Usher. Even see the God said Usher got to take some responsibility for his part in this too. Usher's just doing his show. He does that every single show that he does. It's up to the women to decide whether or not they want to get on the stage with Usher. But the argument really came to fruition when Kiki Palmer's baby father said that he really don't have a problem, but he was like, it's the outfit, though. You're somebody's mother now. So they came after him like crazy. We women, I just saw this today. This young black woman said, we black women or women, period, realize that even in this patriarchal society that and even if we're in a relationship that we can be individuals as much as we want to i agree with you 100 percent. but remember what you asked for can be given on the other side so if you want to be an individual and you don't and you want to dress any way you want to dress because the point that she was made is made is even women in hijabs and stuff like that get treated terribly and raped and abused so your clothes really don't have nothing to do with it. I agree with you 100%, my sister, but you cannot have it both ways. So when we decide, I'm with you. Do what you want to do. If you want to get your body done, go get your body done. If you want to wear stuff that you want to wear, go get, your, go get it done. Do it 100%. Be an individual. If you think that you want to be an individual in a relationship, go do it. But don't complain when your man do the same thing. Don't complain when your man go get his stomach flattened out and get his abs and start showing off his body. Don't complain when your man go to the club and some woman that's singing grab him out of the audience and it's all over him. And homeboy would have did that at the strip club. Oh, my God. Ain't he I mean, supposed they, to be with they, Kiki? They made a comparison. What was um uh, uh my man uh, from, from Chicago? Um. 
he was dancing with the girl at at, at, at um Carabana up in Toronto, and he was getting wined on, and then. They were they were they were dogging him for that, but now when Kiki stepped on the because stage, he's supposed to be in a relationship, yeah, right? Right, right. So don't he get to be an individual? Nah, nah, nah. Because we don't get the same grace. So it's a double standard. Is what absolutely. You're so no. So if you want to be an individual with inside a relationship, then that means your man can be an individual inside that relationship too, and see how much you like it when he becomes the individual. Because you know why we don't really have enough. Men that run out and get surgeries and run out and get everything in place so that we look super sexy. And we don't really walk around wearing super sexy clothes like that. So if this is what we're living in right now, this society and this day, I implore every man, save your money, go get the body that you want, homeboy. And then give them a dose of their own medicine and see how they like it. I personally say, listen, if you're in a relationship, be respectful and, and and to your to your partner. If 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 they you know they're gonna feel a certain way, then just don't do it. And then if you should happen to not have a discussion about it, don't discuss it on social media. Keep that internal. Like yeah. I, I'm I'm tired of everybody in a relationship airing that shit out on dirty laundry, out on, on, on social media, and then everybody jumps on it, and now one of the two is going to get shamed, and it becomes a bigger problem. That's right, because so, they shamed Homeboy. They shamed India Ari for her thoughts on on Megan Thee Stallion, having and, a uh, drop it like it's hot, a twerk, what they call it? She called it the twerk boot camp, mm-hmm. over Janae showing her breasts with a pasty on top of it at Essence. That was an, not just an adult-only show. Right. People were in there with their children. I, and you should have more respect than that. I know nobody ain't saying nothing back to Jill Scott when she said what she said. That's right. Hey, so you ain't going to mess with Jill. You're not going to mess with Mama <laughs> You ain't going to mess with Jill. You're not going to mess with Mama Jill. <laughs> you ain't messing with Jill because Jill. But let Jill, me tell you something. If, if from Philadelphia. Jilly from Philly. <laughs> if any one of those male artists, if Juvenile would have stood there and pulled his penis out, even if he had a black sleeve on it like the male dancers do, with a star on the top of it, it's the most disrespectful thing in the world, mm. right or wrong. But Janelle Monae can expose her breasts, but she's trying to make a statement. Ladies, I'm trying to tell you, you can't have it both ways. Well, shit, she's trying to make a statement when Janet Jackson came out on an accident, they almost wanted to ban her. They did ban well, that's her. That's what I'm saying. So look hey, at your man, Justin Timberlake, hey, who I can't hey, stand hey, to this day Quiet up. Ran, ran away. Right. And I'm still mad at all the black producers that produced him after that because Janet had to take a back seat. Yep. She couldn't perform. It really hurt her at, at, Absolutely. at the peak of her career. Absolutely. And Justin Timberlake act like he ain't had nothing to do with it. You're the one that tore it off. Correct. And they, they demonized Janet Jackson. Yep. Now it's all about empowerment. Cool. If you want to be empowered, you can be empowered. But I can be empowered too. So if you can be an individual, then I implore all these young men out there, bro, hit that gym, get yourself right, get your body super sexy. If your teeth ain't right, save your $5,000 and go to Columbia because I'm about to do it myself and get me some veneers and get your smile as bright as you want to. So when women drape all over you, and you in a strip club with your boys, let them film it when a stripper jump all open your face and in your lap and throw that butt all over you. You know what you say? Hey, I'm an individual with it inside this relationship. That don't mean that I can't dress sexy. It's my body. Watch the way women react. Watch it. You don't always tell a joke 
Dan, when I'm on stage about the reason why we don't get no dick enlargements, <laughs> right? Because we don't have a point of reference. Right. Women got points of reference. They lift each other's titties up. They turn around. Who's your doctor? Oh, let me see under there. Oh, he did a good job. When they get them joints right and we start walking around with our joint hanging out, watch. If that's your man, you're going to have a problem with it. And then every woman on the internet going to back you up. Right. If that was him at a Beyonce concert, if Beyonce would have called that man, Kiki's Palmer's baby father to the stage and took his shirt off or he had a see-through shirt and Beyonce was singing to him and grabbing him all on his back, every woman on there would have said he was foul, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so if that's double, what y'all want, go ahead. So We're going to do standard. the same thing. I'm just saying, listen, Kiki, we love you. I mean, you you, you are a mom. Super talented. Super talented. I mean, you just discuss what you do. Just, I mean, you know. Yeah. Type, just, type. Let's just have a conversation. Take it and keep it on. Before you do anything, think what you want your child doing it. Right. And and not only that, now your child, because once they hit the net, it's, it's there forever. So right. Everybody's worried about this uh, this uh, 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 Jermaine Dupree and Luke uh, video coming back. I mean, it's the same thing now. It eventually comes back around. You might actually see the Ed Lover with no shirt on at Freaknik. You might. You might see the Dan Tanner. You no might see on. me with no shirt on back in them days. Yeah. In the 90s when I had like a 36-inch waist. You might see the Ed Lover with no shirt on. I was skinny as a rail, but you might see the Ed Lover with no shirt on. All we saying to you out there and to everybody listening, especially to the ladies that love this podcast, if you want it one way, then you, got, you can't have it both ways. And so if it's good for you, then it's going to be good for the men too. And don't cry when your baby father or your husband or your fiance is doing something, especially if you feel like you should be able to do the same thing. Right. If you feel like you should be able to rub up on Usher, he feels like he should be able to rub up on Monica. So when he do it... I mean, listen, not for nothing. I haven't seen the show, which, you know, Usher, feel free to give us some tickets. Um, we come to I Vegas. would love to see Usher. I want to see him before he yeah, stops his. But it's, uh, it's coming to a short, like real quick. I think it's October or something. Like, yeah, we like gotta that. get there real quick. Yeah, we gotta get there quickly. Um, but he's he it's, it's Vegas. You know what I'm saying? You what, give a show. They say what happens in Vegas, yeah. stay in Vegas, right? So he's coming to give you a show. I mean, people have been talking about it. People have been raving about it. He just he, did the same thing with Sweetie, though. He did it. With, he does it with everybody. Right. I see even players talking about like, yo, everybody's talking. Like, right. go have fun. Have fun. My man said he didn't have a problem with Usher pulling her up on stage. He had a problem with the outfit. Right, but, the, you know, before he got, she got to the stage, that, that outfit should have been talked about before she even got to the building. I don't think he knew about the outfit. I think she just went down there, well, girls, you know the switcheroo women pull. Oh. Well, I'm not wearing that. Then they get down there and they get ill. Then he's, oh. <laughs> yeah, so long as you don't see it. A little ill. Yeah. It's a little ill. <laughs> yeah, long as you don't see it. That might be ill. That might be ill. Absolutely. All right, it's time for us to get out of here. Y'all keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about you next week. This is Ed Lover. This is my man, Dan Tanner. It's Come On, Son, the podcast. Come on, son. The fuck out of here with that bullshit. We'll see you next week. Take care of yourselves. Come on, son, son. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover.
<laughs> Come on, son, son. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.